Well, howdy. This is Zardoff from the Lost Omen Podcast presents The Slytherin. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code professionalcasual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. A huge shout out to our sponsor, BeardedDragonGames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. This is the time. This is the place. It's episode 44 of the Lost Omens podcast. I just put that die in my face. I was also thinking face for the rhyme. (laughs) The time, the place, the die's in your face. Mm. And you guys just saw an owl bear come out of the woods. Chasing Cubby. Closed. So I imagine (laughs) mud is just going to transmorphify into some kind of like radical deity and just like blast this album. Yeah, so I'm absolutely spending a fate point here to give everyone extra initiative because my newest boy is in danger. Yeah. So Yeah, you got level five stuff now. Yeah, not really, but like a little bit. (laughs) If this owlbear has a god, I might make him uh, not believe in him temporarily. (laughs) That's brutal. Also, if this owlbear is undead, I could potentially control him. I don't think any of my new spells <laughs> will be super helpful here. <laughs> my gecko's grip will be very helpful. Oh, you do have that gecko's grip. <laughs> Give me that gecko grip. Grip. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Before we launch into uh, the certain death of this poor owlbear, it's probably just territorial. Yeah. Cubby had to like boop its snoot or something. Whatever Cubby does. Cubby do. Cubby do what Cubby, Cubby was do. probably trying to gain information from the owl bear. <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah. Or you know what? By pissing on its nest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, let's see what happens. I'm going to find out what happens when I. Oh, I learned nest. about mud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about that, but yes, that's that's true. Got a pee in his bed. I bet too that Cubby was just excited about the holidays. <laughs> Cubby was excited about having 55 star reviews. <laughs> 55 star reviews. And, and to then, be honest, who wouldn't be? Right. Mm-hmm. And then we'll like get tattoos and do bonus content and like we'll throw a party. I don't know. We'll do I'll something. be vaguely celebratory. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe I'll even drink, but probably not. Womp womp. How sad. Anyway, <laughs> in all seriousness, though. With the holidays coming up. For our patrons, we want to give something to the patrons who pay us. So we're going to come out with some additional content for those people. Yeah, specifically at the $5 tier and up. Nothing. He just keeps saying whoop whoop. And <laughs> as, as you were. Keep, I did once. It's super disrespectful because Violent J has recently suffered some heart conditions and isn't doing super well. So the fact that you would rub that in to the wicked clown community is uh, <laughs> I don't know super disrespectful means. to uh, <gasps> to the circus as a whole. Uh, and wicked clowns never die. So that's that's really that's, disrespectful. There's a lot going on in that joke. It would, and I don't I don't know if I understood all of it. Violet <laughs> right? J never responded to you on cameo. So because him. we found out he was having actually severe heart condition oh, oh really yeah <laughs> oh no he ghosted us for two weeks on cameo for chuck's big like birthday thing and uh then the news broke that like he had been uh they're like doing one big last world tour one show a month because that's the only thing that his doctor would approve and wow yeah he's not doing well that Who? sucks shout out to violent J, uh <laughs> the not thin one on uh <laughs> the insane clown posse 
Okay, so there was... Okay, we... All right, I was wondering how the Juggalo thing fit in, so I'm there now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that was a Juggalo thing. I was just... A whoop whoop? Yeah, that's that's the... Mm. You said heart condition. I'm like, because, like, lub-dub is, like, the noise that heart makes. That's sort of like whoop whoop. That feels like a stretch, man. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, if we're going to stretch all the way to the holidays, we might as well stretch to ICP. What is this extra content? I love stretching. That we're given. Let's talk about that. Let's stretch it open to the extra content, (laughs) shall we? Stretching it to the content. We are going to be creating NPCs, monsters, among other things. Potentially PCs. Potentially PCs. Pre-gen PCs that you can play. You can play a Dan Cole crafted PC if you want to. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to. What we're trying to say is you can play an essence of, of us. Yes. Oh, that's you can be me. You can be me. You can throw a strategic tailor on the field. Yeah. Oh, tactical tailor. Tactical can that be tailor. one of the I forgot my own fucking yeah. names. God <laughs> damn it. It's alliteration, Taylor. That's not that hard. I'm not good at math, okay? It's tactical <laughs> tailor. But we will be releasing these every week on our Patreon Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So, you know, check it out if that's something that you're interested in and you're not a patron already. Patreon.com slash professional casual. That would be super dope. In addition to, you know, all the other sweet things that you get from being a patron. That's something that we're going to be rolling out this holiday season. Because we need to bring some happiness to people's lives more than we already do. Yeah. Because I feel like we do. From what I hear, extra happiness. We do a pretty good job of bringing happiness to people. Yeah, it's the PCN holiday special. Stop being depressed. Right. PCN, we're not so awful. <laughs> PCN, <laughs> let me jingle your bells. PCN, why don't you smile, babe? <laughs> <laughs> Prettier when you smile. <laughs> Oh, Taylor ruined it. That's a tactical Taylor. PCN, what's wrong with your face? (laughs) I was born this way. PCN, you look tired today. (laughs) PCN, you feel all right? You look like shit. PCN, you okay? Are you okay? But are you okay? (laughs) PCN, it's not your fault. Oh. PCN, are you going to eat that? Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) This is fun. We could do this for another, you know, 51 minutes. Oh, hope you guys didn't like the Pathfinder Play podcast because it's just this now. (laughs) This is it. Sorry. You didn't like the 25-minute intro in the last episode. (laughs) Oh, boy. We got Um, one for you today. It's like ASMR. We're just coming up with our own slogans. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. PCN, coming up with our own slogans. (laughs) PCN coming up. PCN oh. ASMR. <laughs> Actually, this is a good Elite Eight showdown bracket. BBQ. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I was trying to explain to my students what a sycophant was because that was one of our new vocab words. That's like uh, psychopomp. <laughs> yep. That's that track. Yep. That's it. Thank you. No, that was a good one. <laughs> Psychopomp? No, it's sycophant. Anyways, what you the reward hell does that people mean? for bringing so up psychopomps? A sycophant <laughs> is a person who like uses flattery and stuff on people in um, like positions of power to get what they want. So I was explaining to my students like if really I wanted something that. from my boss, I would go into his office. Like say I wanted to leave like half an hour early for a doctor's appointment and not use a half day. I would go in and be like. Hey, have you been working out? Like you look so fit, but whatever. And I was like, unfortunately, one of our new administrators who was a teacher across the hall from me before he got the admin job, um, I was the opposite of a sycophant where we would just be like standing in the hall. I'd be like, hey, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> and he's like, what? And I was like, your face. Like what's, what's, what's going on with that today? Like somebody who doesn't like giving raises. And he like smooths his beard. <laughs> he like tries to smooth his beard because sometimes it's like mustache. And he's like, what, what, what are you talking about? Did I, did I get it? And I was like, no, it's just your face. <laughs> and so luckily he's the dean of students, so he doesn't control anything that really has to do with me. <laughs> I do love that Zaresk is the person that asked what a sickle <laughs> It just comes natural, baby. <laughs> I love that so much. <sighs> Um, anyway, like I said, the owl bear 
is here. No, I'm about to sick of faint this owlbear. And so it hard. wants to join the dance party. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. Let's roll for an. Oh, no, I'm going oh, no. to recruit this owlbear <laughs> <laughs> real quick. You can try. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. Hang on one second. I am during this um, initiative going to be using the focus spell call to arms to give everyone a plus two on their initiative Ooh. as well as five temporary hit points. Mm. Wow. All right. Take note of that, y'all. Because mud is a kind and giving deity. Is he? Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> he at least taketh away. I know that much. <laughs> he does take away. <laughs> that rounds up. You know what I mean? If you do half of the job, you do the whole job. Boom. All right. So I've got my Albert's uh, initiative. What do we have, Brennan? What are you? Mediocre 25. Mud, what'd you get? I am going to ask if I can use performance as my initiative here, because as the owl bear came out, I was trying to put on a performance to Mr. Brennan to make him feel better. I'll allow it. Boom. All right. So that would be a 21. Cool. Zeresk, what'd you get? Uh, I would also like to use performance, <clears throat> which is the same as my perception, but I was performing. You with were the literally in the end. Yes. So uh, 27. 27 and Curva. I got a 23. Okay. All right. So I cannot find the website where I uh, see what's going on. Do I need to today? No, I don't have anything up on. Um, okay. Nope. No, no maps. <laughs> Sounds no good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, for people who are unfamiliar with an owl bear, like literally just mash the two animals in your mind. It is just a bear sized owl with claws. Kind like of. a bear. And they put an owl head on it and then make its front arms like feathery. And it's all longer claws. Yeah. Yeah. It's all feathers. It's a very tiny bear that hangs out in trees. Yes. Very tiny. Like, and it doesn't, thighs. it doesn't say like, who, who it's more like, why, why? Yep. Yep. <laughs> If you've ever played World of Warcraft, it is a moonkin. Accurate. Okay. There I don't know what that means. I just have bad personal experiences with owl bears in Pathfinder First Edition and D and D three five, and I just they kill parties and remove fingers from people and stuff. I'm scared. Oh, this is this is my first experience with an owl bear ever. I don't know what they're just like in this game. So bear attached to a smart ass owl. <laughs> <laughs> they all shed feathers the same, so there will be enough to clean up. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, okay, so Zeresk, start yes. us off here. The owl bear is probably, I would say, 40 to 45-ish feet from you. Cubby was booking it to get back. Let's <clears throat> just gonna let him or Zeresk's just gonna let it catch Cubby. <laughs> no, he's gonna stoop to pick Cubby up. And then shot put that dog back to the owl bear. <laughs> Don't you dare kill Cubby. Um, there could be only one. So who's next in line after me? <laughs> me. Brennan. I'm in a wagon. I think I'd like to hold action until the owl bear goes. Okay. And I will continue to play my loot. But any more like distress, like, you know. As people are like clearing out like. Ah! Absolutely. Oh my God. It looks like an owl, but it looks like a bear. What could it be? I believe it's a man bear pig. <laughs> man bear pig? What could it be? Those things are ferocious. We haven't seen one of those around here in 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> Brennan. What could it be? Um, all right. So I obviously I'm aware of this happening. I know I heard what's going on. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was just trying to see how many actions this spell takes. I was going to say, if you're looking up stuff from mini extravaganza, I'm going to throw a dice box at you. <laughs> and the last one remaining is the hard plastic one. I'm not. I don't make you bleed. Oh, it takes a minute. Never mind. It's not an in-combat spell. Um, so, Brennan, here's this happening. Mm -hmm. Looks out the window, sees this owl bear chasing Cubby down. And he just says, oh, we can't have that. Uh, Sebastian, take everybody under the beds and um, <laughs> do not come out of the wagon. And I'll grab my 
Uh, can I grab my bow as I go out the door? Yes. All right. Um, I'm going. I'm going to stand on like the stoop of my wagon and devise a stratagem against this owl bear. Okay. Last episode I had a natural two. This episode I rolled a natural twenty. Well, I thought you were going to say natural three. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no. So uh, I will. I, I absolutely use that roll. As okay. my attack right. and shoot this owl bear. All right. Um, I got a range of sixty feet on this bow. Would yes. we be within that? Yes, you. So wait. I'm gonna roll all four of these. <gasps> no. You have to roll six d six. What sixty six? Yeah. So That's I almost forgot. I think I. I think I managed to squeak it in at the very end of our talk. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> uh, I didn't even do that purpose. Uh, at the end of our talk of going to level five, I almost missed my push. My uh, strategic strike now does an additional 2d6 damage instead of 1d6. Um, so it would be 3d6 damage here, doubled for the crit, so with no negative this time. Not a good roll there. Rolls ones. Uh, so that's 9 so far. Plus another, that's uh, Is it 13. Because you got a natural 20? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So well, it, might, it might not be doubled. Yeah, pull that crit card and let's see what happens. Alright, at this point, what did I say? Thir- 13. 13? Yep. This is a piercing weapon. Uh, normal. <laughs> I rolled. Sting- <laughs> I pulled stinger. Normal damage. The target is sickened three. Oh. Actually, so do you want me to re-roll or just have that? Your choice. I'm gonna re-roll. That wasn't a very good roll. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. That was better. I got uh ten. All right. On three d six. Much better. Average. Yeah, perfectly average. So and sickened three. That's huge. So you sink an arrow into the chest of this owl bear, and it's like, <laughs> you stay away from Sebastian and Cubby. The owl bear's like, oh, tiny hands. Set <laughs> <laughs> the glove. Pull on the mutant. It smells like rats. Starts like throwing up owl pellets, but they're like. <laughs> <laughs> God, that'd I, be so massive. I suck that. It's a small child. <laughs> <laughs> we found your child, madam. He's okay. Oh um, okay, so it is the owl bear's turn now. It's my turn. Oh, I thought you were going after the owl bear. I'd like to go before it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Check it, check Um, so it's still like about 40 yards, yes. yards feet, whatever feet. away. <clears throat> uh Send somebody shot it. I guess there's a point now where I, I'm not going to be able to reason with this creature. Mm. Um, so ah. I, I think. <laughs> thanks, Dick. Um, <laughs> I think what I'd like to do is. Uh, probably position myself between its trajectory towards people mm-hmm. and like, you know, where it's going. OK, that sort of thing. Didn't you say that you wanted to go after the owlbear? Me? Yes. I want to. I was going to try and reason with it, so I'm going to stand oh. almost as a guard to the people behind me, who I'm guessing are dispersing. Yes. Scream. Everyone's running like crazy. You know, turn around like you know, into your wagons, lock the doors, bar the windows, yada yada, etc. Cetera, yeah. et cetera. One of the dwarves does the very like um the Frankenstein monsters from Van Helsing, like why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> um. People who are in shock, I'll try to like just like push and, and yeah. that sort of stuff. So, and then eventually I'll turn around and pull the saber. All right, and get ready. Cool. Here he comes. He's coming for you. <clears throat> now it is the owlbear's turn. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> so first thing it's going to do is a screeching advance. So the owlbear makes a blood-curdling screech and strides twice. All creatures within 80 feet of the owlbear at any point during this movement are subjected to the effects of blood-curdling screech. So everyone that, that's everybody, um, you are going to have to make a DC 20 will save. Oh, that's not bad. I make it by uh, getting a 21. Sweet. (laughs) I did not. 28. I got a 17. Got a 13. All right. Um, So failures, you are frightened two. Dumb. Successes, you are frightened one. (gasps) Oh. 
See if the crit succeeds on one. that to not get frightened. Yeah. If you're, um, did you have just a regular success rate? Just a regular success yeah. for me. Yeah. So you were frightened one still. All right. Um, and you are all now temporarily immune for one minute. Okay. Which, why would I do it again in a minute? Whatever. Uh, <clears throat> take a status penalty equal to your frightened value to all checks and DCs. <clears throat> At the end of each of your turns, it decreases by one. Cool. Okay. Right then. So, you're just a little bit scared. Wait a second. If that was a DC 20, we'll save. Since he's sickened, shouldn't it be a DC 17 will save? Mm. Yeah, so I was actually curious about that from the other end, assuming that I was affected. Does that mean my class DCs are lowered by two for being framed? All DCs. All your yes, checks and DCs. DCs. And determine that was even armor. So, yeah. Sickened affects well. DCs as well? Yep. Okay. Okay, so then you guys would be testing on a 17. Ooh, crit pass. Yes, yeah, so if you had a critical success then you are unaffected. Ha! So if I roll equal to. Equal to is a success. Okay. So you're just frightened one. That's a lot better for me. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much for clearing that up. Come. And now the owl bear is. I don't know if I want to retch. I know it doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't recover unless it uh, retches, so right. it's just going to be stuck True. there at a uh, second three. Let's give did that it a move shot. up to somebody. It did. Um, it strode twice as part of that. Oh, so it's just like closer into the like it closed the gap because it was about 40 feet away. Its movement is 25 feet. Oh, OK. So now it's like properly in the, the wagon area. Did, are, mm. you, are, are you saying that it's like up again, like adjacent to one of the people it's not in any kind of like range to attack yet like it hasn't like picked out okay anyone to go after it's just kind of running and screeching and now retching <laughs> i got a nine plus what would it be fortitude yeah yep <clears throat> the dc the effects that made you sick so I guess it'd probably be <coughs> Mr. Brennan's class DC. I would assume yeah, so, yeah. Uh, 21. All right. Well, that would make it a 22. Okay. So now I'm sickened two. Correct. Okay. And that's an action to retch. Right. Yep. So that's it for the owlbear. Boom. Curva. All right. How close is he to me? Where were you during uh, the dance? Were you with the other? I was sweeping. You were sweeping up? You were sweeping up. I was right there in the middle of it with all the uh, with all the grime and grit that I needed to get dealt with because I never back away from a challenge. I'm trying to visualize this in my mind. I guess I probably should have used a map, but we got this. It's fine. Um, the owl bear is definitely in a position now like he could not have gotten to you, but you can get to him. My, my move speed is 30 feet, so I mean, 35 feet. Yeah, totally. So I should be able to close with him with yep. one stride. All right. Yes, sir. So uh, in that case, for my first action, I'm going to stride up to him and try to interpose myself between the rest of them and me uh, and, you know, shout uh, shout something encouraging like, I got this. And then... Uh, as an interact, I'm going to drop my mop and bucket just out to the sides. Oh, so we all made I'm going to be like... taking on kind of a, a wide stance with my out, arms outstretched. And I'm going to try. Uh, and, and this this is a, a feat that I retrained into instead of monastic weaponry. Uh, I'm going to try out something called Reflective Ripple Stance, which sounds a little frou-frou, so it's going to be Low Tide Stance for me. That's my Hi favorite there. ice cream. Low Tide? I <laughs> know, oh, the other one, the Ripple. <laughs> the ripple. Fudge Ripple? Yeah. yeah. So the way this works is that uh, I can make flowing wave attacks that do 1d6 bludgeoning damage, which is the same as my fist, but uh, they have the Agile Disarm Finesse Trip unarmed and water traits and as long as i'm in this stance i get a plus one to athletics checks to both grapple or i'm sorry not grapple disarm swim and trip wow 
and a plus two to avoid being tripped. Right. On. So I'm better at tripping is, is the nut simple <laughs> thing. <laughs> so I take this stance and I go with a, with a circular sweep to try to get him, get him tripped. I'm going to do flurry maneuvers to try that. Which is uh, an inauspicious start with a 16 athletics check um, against whatever his reflex DC is. But it's two less than normal because he's sick and two. Correct. Yep. So that would put him. Yeah. Yep. You would get it with a 16. All right. He's on the ground then. Yep. All right. And I very fluidly turned that turned that sweep into a into a heel kick right on his beak face thing. Oh, ow. Oh, you tripped him in his own pellet. That's disgusting. Right? And that's, the, I was just going to say, like, Kerf is going to be double mad because, like, you're barfing all over our campsite. Like, who I'll does that? I'll be double excited to clean it up because it means I get to do my job. Cinematic- <laughs> Cinematically, though, the dance is going on. Everyone's having a good time. Curva's moving through, cleaning up, making yeah. sure the streamers are getting where they need to go. Cubby runs in. Owlbear after him. This is... I mean, this is like Back to the Future 2. You know what I mean? This is a great experience. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I made it up. <laughs> I, uh, my second my second hit with my flurry of blows is a 20. Yes. In that case, that's eight damage. Okay. And he's got to make a fort save. So do I have to roll for that? <clears throat> Fortitude, um, right. fortitude plus whatever his bonus is, and that's going to be versus twenty because I'm still frightened. One. All right, so he got a nineteen. Well, that means he's stunned for one action. He's got only one left to deal with. All right, everyone else's turn. You know the drill. Yeah, everybody <laughs> clean this up, and then Kerva will continue to clean up. They don't clean it up right. Right. Yeah. You let them go through the motions to make them feel like they're doing something, but. It's important for morale. Yeah. You're a good guy like that. Um, Mud, you're up. So before Mud goes, there's a lot of status effects on this owlbear currently. Mm. Yes, he is. He's stunned. He's flat footed. He's been tripped. He's sick in two. Mm -hmm. Um, What? Is the the total cumulative uh, negatives that he is taking to his checks currently? Depends on what checks. That's going to be a will save. Right. So probably minus two. Just minus two. Yeah. For the, okay. for the second. Yep. For the second. <clears throat> All right. Well, Mud is going to run up seeing his best friend in trouble <laughs> being chased by this owl bear. I'm fine. I tripped him. <laughs> I'm still up. I'm just not using my mop. I understand it's a unique experience. Um, he's going to call out to the mother of monsters. Uh, <laughs> your brood are affecting your chosen one as he casts Crisis of Faith. Anyway, on this owl bear. Okay. Uh, so it'll make a will save. Okay. Uh, against a DC, I am frightened too, so it'll only be a 19 will save. Does it have like a, a linguistic or a communication or an oratory trait? It does not. What? Weird. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> what? Uh, so I got a 24 on that. Stupid. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, can I spend a uh, fate? Point or a, a, a ticket to yeah. make you re-roll that? That doesn't seem right. <laughs> Do you have one? Yeah, I haven't used one since. Yeah, I haven't used any oh, in a right. long time. I don't have any hmm. in my cup, so. I mean, I kind of like the idea of a forced re-roll because you could use it to re-roll your roll. I could. So let's see what happens. All right. I'm open to that. Oh, man. Got an 11, right? 12. All right, I'll take it. All right. So just a regular failure. So the target takes full damage. If the target can, can this target cast divine spells? No. All right. So he's not stupefied for a round, but he will take the full damage, which is. What is damage? 66 mental damage. Wow. Dang. So get ready for this to do single digits. <laughs> Brendan crit. Would you, would you like some extra D6s? Do you have that? I have one. 
I was gonna say here, I how many? Four. Oh, like physically oh. handing me more d6s to roll at the same time. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I was like, oh, swashbuckler can just give me extra damage. <laughs> All right, let's see what we get here. Oh, that's a lot of ones Oof. and twos. Yeah, that's still a lot of ones and twos. All right, there's a four, topping out at a four. <laughs> so that's uh, ten. 15, 16 damage. Okay. <laughs> That's better than my 66. Oh, cool third level read. spell. That was, yeah, that was a really good third level spell. That's like two punches. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Modest punches. Yep. So, you know, we, we did that. That was our turn. That was still damage. It was 16 mental damage. Ow. And it only cost one hero point. My brain. <laughs> it only cost all of them that right. I had anyway. Right. All of the hero points in Mud's possession. All right. But it Red. was Cubby. And honestly, I'll sacrifice right. several Zeres mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can only specifically give extra damage dice when you're losing your faith in your patron. Oh, here's <laughs> speaking of. <laughs> I read the last part of this. To many deities, casting the spell on a follower of your own deity without significant cause is anathema. Um, Uh Oh, whoopsies. So we'll play that by your deity doesn't know what that means. Let's go to the next turn. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. We'll talk about it next episode. Uh, Brennan. Oh, back to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I shall knock another arrow and see what we can do. Devising a stratagem. Knock, knock, knock. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> that was out of character. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to let fly anyway and just kind of see what happens with a 17. No. Yeah, that was kind of low. I Even think. with him tripped and sickened? Do those things stack? Yes. Oh. Tripped and sickened? Yes. Yeah, so you're tripped, you're flat footed, which is minus two to your AC. Uh-huh. And then sickened is minus two to every DC. Okay. So then. So it's a minus four total. That would be it. Wow. You're welcome. Ah! <laughs> Dropped all my dice. Thank you all for knowing <clears throat> the rules. 3d6? Five. I don't have any hero points at the moment. <sighs> but still five damage. Still one Brennan's damage. Even if I'm rolling 3d6. Oh, man. You're <laughs> attribute is your consistency alright I'm going to shoot one more time but this time uh, so that's it uh, that'll be uh, 29 minus 5 so that'll hit yes uh, for a single d6 watch you roll a 6 and do more damage yeah. 3d6 no a 3 oh. alright beautiful you did as much damage as me right with two hits way ah. to go Hey! Yay! And right. it's back in form. Zarask. Um, <clears throat> thirty feet. Do you think I'd be able to tumble behind this? Just like vault over it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's give it a shot. Um. Uh, twenty-one against its. Yes. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. So that gives me panache. It's flat-footed. It's already flat-footed. So let's repair it. <clears throat> wow. As you uh, as you tumble behind it, I'm actually going to try to synchronize a bit with you. It'll just make it look kind of cooler. I, but like, I you know, just kind of moving my arms such that you go through like the gap between my stance. Yeah, I figured like as I see you move, I like like jump through the air and like do a little twist, like a corkscrew twist. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of, too. Some uh, people are like, is this part of the talent show? Yeah. So <laughs> as I'm corkscrew twisting past him above the owlbear, um, I rolled a 32 to hit. Wow. Wow. That's a crit. <laughs> Does that hit? So as I'm corkscrewing through the air, I just bring the rapier down on one of the passes and I swipe on this owlbear. I imagine that's a crit. Yes. Wonderful. For uh, show. Let's see what... 4d6 does with an extra d8. It's not a crit card because I didn't roll a... Right. A natural. Right. What? I just remember my longbow was deadly d10. I should have rolled an extra d10. <laughs> Whoopsies. When I crit. <clears throat> but that's pretty too late now. Mm, Alright, so d6 plus... Cool, bow. Yeah. 3d6. You're only going to roll a 2. So. <laughs> 
probably. <clears throat> Actually, we're all rolling pretty low tonight. So, uh, so that's good. What? Well, I'll let him finish his thing first. All right. So that would be uh, ten plus six is sixteen, and a crit. And a crit is that all doubled? Right. Yes. So thirty-two damage. Only thirty-two. <clears throat> yeah. That's like a level three spell. Right. Worth of of four dice. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck to my hand as I rolled the D10 for a Brennan's five. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you steal this from Zeresk. Uh, no, I no, he did the damage before. Right. I finished it off. Zeresk, describe your kill. Wow. So as I'm corkscrewing through the air, I just see that this thing is about ready to hawk up another uh pellet. So I'm like, well, I'll help him out with that. And I just slice the throat right open, and whatever was in the pellet goes clash. Out. And I <clears throat> literally catch myself with my one hand in the ground, spin around on my one hand, and land <laughs> and put the saber away. Such a poser. <clears throat> and I uh, poser. walk up to <clears throat> Curva. I, I like your new stance. It looks nice. Appreciate that. Yeah. I, I appreciate. That doesn't sound right. Yes. Agreed. It humbles me to understand what you were attempting to say. Mm. Yep. Well, I appreciate that uh, you left me a big mess to clean up. So I will leave you to it, sir. Thanks a bunch. Yeah, you better. I'll walk up. I imagine Cubby is near mud at this point. And I'll just... Scratch Cubby behind the ears and uh, go over to hang out with Mr. Brennan. Yeah, I am terracing towards Cubby, uh, (laughs) screaming, Brennan, get over here. He's injured. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) You're 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 in shock. You're hysterical. Brennan. (laughs) (laughs) Should I make, make a perception test from my wagon to see if Cubby's okay, or can I just tell? Make a check. Why not? Uh, 26. He's fine. <laughs> He's just like, hey. <laughs> Get over here! <laughs> I, I will clear him medically. And I go back inside the wagon. He's going to get his tools, Cubby. It's going to be okay. You're going to make it through this. And I cast a level three healing spell on him. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really freaky. I was just like sniffing around. Cause stuff is smelling cool. And then I found this cave and then that he was in there and I was like, Whoa, sorry, dude. And then I ran away. You're so brave in the face of adversity. You, you just went in your wagon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I see you shut the door and I will just spin around on the spot and I'll go up to cubby and just, it, I, I can perform medicine. Do you need assistance? No. Zeresk, I'm glad you're here. Yes. He has no idea what he's saying. Please help him. I'm so glad you saved him, Zeresk. You're welcome. I I saved everyone. Yeah, thanks, Zeresk. That was awesome. I owe you a life debt. That's true. You do. Do you see how, like, the blood, like, sprayed? It was everywhere. As it drips off of me. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Save your strength, Cubby. (laughs) Kobe like lies on his side and like presents his belly to Zeresk. I, I will roll a medicine check to help Cubby recover. So many air quotes. Yes. Right. Oh no. I rolled a natural six for my medicine check. And I just give Cubby belly rubs. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> You're really doing it. Man, that was that was really scary. Oh, but it's okay now. <laughs> level, okay. level three heals. <laughs> How much does that heal? I really want to know. Uh, I, yeah, I'm assuming I charged it first. So it's like, it's like 3d8 plus 24. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a thing like mana burn? He's <laughs> just like tumors popping up. Oh God, what's happening? I mean, we'll see. I certainly cursed my God into one of her creations. So, uh, <laughs> Try to separate that tie, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Or like you healed him too much, so he just turned back into a human. Wow. (laughs) No. That's the worst curse. That would be awful. Yeah. That would be absolutely terrible. But. Uh, 
I'm I'm gonna you know clean up the owl bear, separated into liquids and solids, you know, and recyclables <laughs> as is natural. Um, Can pluck some of those feathers for some pillows. I don't want to make more work for girls, or if you know, I don't need to. So make it easy for her to sort everything out. But once I'm done with that, I uh, I'm I'm kind of pacing around mud's area and looking at him really guiltily and like kind of rubbing my arms and just avoiding eye contact i'm clearly trying to work myself up toward like talking to you but it's not going well internally uh mine is insanely distracted right now <laughs> uh, i'm gonna continue doing that for probably at least an hour oh, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll certainly notice that then <laughs> um i'm gonna try to start leading cubby back towards uh, the wagon. He's had a super long day, a near death experience. I'm he was literally on Tad's door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling for the cooks to make him the finest treats. <laughs> and as we go back towards the wagon, uh, Curva, uh, right as you start this conversation, I go right between the two of you. Curva, did, did you save any of those pellets? I don't understand the question. <laughs> and I move him aside. <laughs> Curva. I assume that it, I probably did not uh, mess with the natural order of pellets. <laughs> I, you I'm can gonna, probably find them. I'm going to go look for them and bring them to uh, Fulgrim's thing, Ooh, just in okay. case. Yeah. These are very fascinating. <laughs> now, don't interrupt me. Oh, no, I just leave them outside the oh, door gotcha, and leave. Gotcha. <laughs> Curva, you were instrumental in making sure that Cubby did not bleed out. After the attack by that vicious owl bear, I, I don't know how I could repay you. I can still clean mud. It, it's not going to affect my performance. <sighs> okay. Because, okay, you're probably used to me fighting with a mop and a broom. I'm still using them. I can still be the janitor. It so doesn't mean that I'm any less good at cleaning up just because I am fucking fighting with it because you said you told me to you know be the best janitor i could be and i i figured i'd take a hard look at what i can do and you know came up with the idea that i don't i don't necessarily have to clean with the same tools i kill with i can just clean it afterward and i don't know that sort of maybe start thinking and uh adopting this idea that maybe i can you know fight a little differently it doesn't mean i can't clean anymore though so I'll be honest, I've gotten the feeling over the last couple days that maybe someone was jealous of the attention that I was giving the cubby. And when I saw you throw down your bucket and your broom, I got concerned that maybe I hadn't been giving you the respect that you deserve and that you were kind of hoping that that cubby got hurt. But then I saw you. Really defend him and drop that owl bears insanely quickly. And while confused at first, you know, I was a little impressed. You put on a show for the kids and, and everyone doing things that weren't necessarily things that were, you know, in your normal wheelhouse. But what but now? When you, for the talent show, your talent that you were showing everybody? You say so. <laughs> You know, on your report card that I oh, filed, God. I, I always wrote down that you were humble and a delight to have in class. And <laughs> you're really just speaking volumes to that right now. Uh, you are an impressive specimen. And the fact that you didn't even think that that, that was a performance earlier really only leans into that. <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. I just want to make sure that the way I fight, as long as. I, as long as I can still use my mop and broom to help out in the in the in the custodial arts, I just want to make sure that you're not going to hire a Merva or a Derva or something to you know do the cleaning. Since since I'm doing the fighting with my hands now, so <laughs> you know I hadn't thought of that, but I did meet a Derva one time. What did they do? Not much of a janitor, if I'm being honest. Okay. 
So at this point, as long as your functions are being performed, I, I have no reason to look for a, even a serva or a turva, as it were. I mean, unless you wanted to deal with like a lot of a lot of sexually transmitted diseases, I wouldn't go with a turva. <laughs> but I, I, I take your meaning. Um, I'll check with janitor curva. Make sure that fighting curva isn't taking anything away from him. Is this what you meant by trying to be the best janitor I could be? Because I, I kind of been just guessing. It is. I, I don't like to micromanage, and uh, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad you're both here. Right. I, I, he 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 is waiting patiently for the end of the statement, and when you go with a right, I uh, I kind of. Yep. All right. Maybe. Good. That that is a weight off my shoulders. I I felt like maybe I hadn't been giving the attention to you that I needed to, and I'm glad to see that that you and Cubby are good, and that you know everything is everything is fine. I mean, why wouldn't I be good with him? He you know goes to the bathroom outside since I made him in that doggy door. <laughs> <laughs> we understand each other. All right, good. All right, good. Um, I I give him a little fist bump. Oh yeah. <laughs> Save your strength. One <laughs> Cubby. Oh man. All right, let's go to bed. Okay. Still wagging his tail. Stand there a couple more seconds just to make sure that the uh conversation isn't still going, even though he walked away. And then once I'm reasonably sure, I also turn in. All right. I, I think I'd like to uh Check on everybody. Make sure everyone's all right. Yeah, you're like the hero right now. No, no, no. Like people are like hugging you. All I did was kill something. It was a big something. Yeah. Like a bear. Not anymore. I mean, <laughs> it was an owl. Just five small piles. <laughs> and now we all have new pillows. It's true. Yes. It's incredible. Yeah. I hope you talk to Karma about taking the detritus. The detritus. 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 Deidrus. Crabs. Gum disease. Gingivitis. <laughs> yeah, just some feathers. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Check on the kids. Everybody's good. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Is it everyone's like going to bed? Yes. <laughs> I think I'll knock on Mud's door. It's an owlbear! I, I don't think... Come and go out the door! You'll be safe! <laughs> no, it just smells like Zerusk. Oh, thank God. Zaraska's here. <laughs> I walk to the door in his nightgown and his very long cap. <laughs> I'm looking the other way for an owl bear. Zarask, uh, Cubby has had a very long day. He needs his rest. Yeah. What could possibly be the matter? I just needed to talk with you for a second. Just a moment. With, with me? Yeah. Uh, he looks at the watch not on his wrist and just goes, all right. Just a minute. And shuts the door very quietly. What? It, what is it? I, I don't. I haven't really been. I don't know how to say this, but I'm not interested in you romantically. I. I. I can accept that. <laughs> okay. Um. I am also not interested in you romantically. Right. Okay. Do you? That's okay. That's what you. How do you define romantic? Uh, wishing to. Ben's <laughs> losing it. <laughs> uh, wishing to um, create offspring forever. I would imagine. I don't know how other creatures. Okay. All right. All right. Good. We're on the same page then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Were you what romantically interested in me before? No. Okay. I was confused with where I normally there was a rose and it tasted great and everything, but I just it's not really why I I didn't understand if it was 
Oh, the, did you get a black rose too? Yeah. Oh, okay. So this, that makes a lot of sense. That's why Mr. Brennan has been flustered because he also thinks I'm, must be romantically in, interested in him. You obviously thought that. Uh, so I did not leave those roses. Oh, Ooh, who that's. Did? Yeah. So the person that is romantically interested in you and Mr. Brennan and myself. Um, is probably Mr. Dusklight. That makes sense. She's a succubus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Mr. Dusklight is a demon. Yeah. Sent here to prey on people. That's why she summoned that clown piece of shit. <laughs> Jellico bounce. <laughs> Brandon kicks his door open and he's like, who's talking about Jellico bounce? <laughs> Fulgrim yeah. pops out. Never mention Jellico bounce bounce. <laughs> so we will be running into them probably very soon. She spends a lot of time in Escadar. Which, yeah, I, I've spent a lot of time there, too. You have? Yeah. That's where I met Fulgrim. Oh. Is the bar that Fulgrim burned in Eskadar? I... <laughs> so, do we get to kill her, or...? <laughs> she has made a very clear threat. I, that she's in love with us. That she is in love with us. Right. <laughs> and you know... That it just won't work genetically. It, it just won't work. So yeah. obviously she cannot be trusted. And she is insanely confused. Right. I don't, so killing her for that reason, I don't think is right. It, as you can tell by my feats of um, beauty and grace, many people have been romantic, romantically interested with me. And it just, I have to remind them that it, it won't work. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Usually detailed drawings in the sand with talons, etc. Um. The thing I'm trying to tell you yeah. is that if you felt uh, an insane attraction to somebody, yeah. right? Like uh, almost love, mm. uh, you would leave them a rose. Would you leave that rose for five or more people? Only if you were a succubus demon. She is a danger to herself and others. Right. Yeah. She needs to be taken down. I agree. So we should I, let Fulgrim do it. I, oh. If I could ever direct Fulgrim to do anything, I'll talk to him about it. It would be that, but it's just I've seen too him, easy. I've seen him burn down a bar. It's true. It's true. Um, I want to talk to you about something. Yeah. A little personal. I have taken a liking to somebody. That's not me. Right. Yeah, we just established. I wanted to make sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I may have overlooked the appreciation that I should give for maybe others in our small cadre. And I want to make sure that the person that I am thinking of feels that they are appreciated and respected. Okay. So what I need help with is finding a way to make sure that Curva knows that what he did today was insanely brave. And while I talked to everybody else about working outside the box and trying new things, I had kind of exempted them, him from that. But he took that upon himself and made it work anyway. And he saved, he saved Cubby single-handedly with no help from anyone else. So I was just doing my job. <laughs> I'm, I'm like standing like five feet away in the background. <laughs> You're still wasn't, waiting. Wasn't a, wasn't a big deal. Still waating to see if the conversation's over. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I'm, gl I'm glad I waited. <laughs> you know, clearly, <clears throat> there's more to be said. I didn't want to interrupt. Go no, on. You're, you're absolutely fine, Kerfa. But, Sarask, we, we need to find a way to let him know that he's appreciated. And the way he reacts to things are very vocational-based and... I would have trouble finding something that would make him feel appreciated mm. without making it also feel expected. So don't go knocking things over on purpose. 
that would make him feel useful and needed. But I, I but we need to do more. Okay. I'll think on that. I knew I could rely on you. If there's anyone to start the church, you know, it's the acolytes. It's very true. Right. And. I lean down towards the rask. Put a hand on his shoulder. I'll I'll lean down. (laughs) I kiss him on the forehead as I cast guidance. Oh, my. (laughs) And say, I know you'll do well by me in making sure that Curva feels appreciated. I will. For sure. Uh, Go. I don't say goodbye. I just leave. All right. (laughs) Cool. I enter back in and I turn out the lights and I pet Cubby. Yeah. Hand him another treat. Curl up in bed. I'm going to stand another 10 minutes because it definitely seemed like the conversation was done last time, but now my, uh, <laughs> my algorithms are all out of whack. So I just want to make extra sure that no one's going to come out and start talking again. And then I'll go. And somebody pops out. Oh, wait, no, just kidding. And then you hear a crash <laughs> as I knock something over. <laughs> that's just a rest noise. That's, that's, that's understood <laughs> like, by this yep. point. Heck yeah. All right. So you guys turn in. Uneventful night. No other owlbears. I think I'd like to start with uh, Mud's caravan tonight. (laughs) 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 And I totally imagine Zarask on top, like taking like a stance and like, you know, like a wide stance and like jumping back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized that I. I have the grippies on my hands too. So it's kind of like the first Spider-Man movie where he keeps getting yeah. stuck on everything. <laughs> so he's like, you know, ripping like panels off of the roof yeah. and trying to put them back on and stuff. Like flicking your yeah. hand around. Get out. It's puberty as far as my miles Morales is concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off well, yet. So that's just... gotta be the thing for the show. Zarest hits puberty. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So you guys wake up in the morning. Pick up camp, head to Escadar. It's about like half a day ish. You get there just after lunchtime. Um, this portion of the road is much more well kept, direct because it's just a few miles outside of Escadar. Um, so they tend to keep really good care of it. And you enter the city. Now, before you get there, the professor brought up the not the problem. He brought up the issue of having to get a license because, you know, as a performer, you can't just like set up. Aberton was Aberton, but this is a city. So you're going to need to get the proper paperwork for that. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Can I use lore underworld to figure out where backup papers may be sold? Sure. If you want to. I have a plus seven. As an astute uh, circus person, uh, I would like to assist in this with circus lore that has an overwhelmingly plus three. (laughs) Um, The professor is going to pipe in with, may I suggest we just ask the city guard where they recommend getting the paperwork from? I mean, it would be an option. They're very knowledgeable people in Escadar. I'm going to have to defer to to you gents on this one. Um, The only organization that I that requires papers uh, is uh, is your will. Um, That's 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 the kind of papers I'm familiar with. Everything else is just kind of a gun. So I think uh, I think I'm not going to be much help here. So I'm going to look at the professor after he says that in a way that I've only looked at Mr. Brennan before and say, no, I think that we should probably go into town and ask the officials mm. the best way. <laughs> yes. To get a license to perform. Yes. Checks out. It's a good idea. That is. A Glad good someone idea. said it. But this is why you run the circus now. It's it a, is celestial insight. Mm. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You are clearly cut out to do this. 
better than the rest of us. <laughs> I agree. I, I gotta say, I'm not, I'm not impressed so far. Mr. Not Professor, me neither. Wall, walls aren't clean. You know, what kind of city has unclean walls? Yeah, let's talk about Eskadar. The sharp tang of salt <laughs> permeates the air. And the gulls that swoop and cry overhead mark the city's proximity to the sea. Grandiose buildings at the city center rise above sprawling markets and squalid tenements. Proud ships sail in and out of the harbor with the wind as laborers and travelers mill about the docks and quays. The tide of humanity ebbs and flows throughout the port city. Hawkers place the crooked hawkers pace the crooked streets and shout various offers to passerby. Fishmongers sing out the daily catch traipsing and meandering paths through crowded markets. Armed guards in navy blue uniforms with bronze badges patrol the busy intersections, their eyes scanning the crowds. Dirty-faced urchins dart underfoot, seeking dropped coins or untended purses. Walking through the streets of Escadar is similar to peering through the pages of history as newer projects are built practically on top of older buildings. Foundations millennia old support brand new structures, the city growing proudly higher and higher. So. When you reach the city gate, the guards stop you. We're like, you can't bring all those wagons in here. Um, first off, yes, we, yes, we can. Okay. Uh, we are the Circus of Wayward Wonders. We were invited here to perform. Uh, this is literally what we do. Uh, in fact, we have an appointment at the place where you get circus licenses. Oh, the circus license store. Uh, you, you mean, uh, you're going to go talk to Chief Constable at, the, at Conclave Square. Conclave Square, I think, is what was written on my hand. Yes. You, um, I recommend going on foot because the wagons, you won't be able to traverse the streets in there. We usually oh. have performers set up just on the outskirts of town as on account of needing more room. So I, I, I don't mean to offend here, <laughs> but. I was told by our custodial staff that the outside of the walls are very dirty. Oh, well, not oh, if I may, if I may, uh, I, I wasn't looking at its proximity to the to the ocean. Now the grime is a uh, is more of an accent of flavor more than anything else. It's all about context, you see. That's character. Character mm-hmm. to a seaside city like Escadar. Mm-hmm. And that is why we bring an expert, I suppose. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, if, if you ha- head right on into uh, Conclave Square, that's all the civics matters. That's where uh, Escadar's lesser council is, city guard, licensing offices. You know, uh, do, are you are you all familiar with Escadar? Do you need a, a map? You know, I, I do think um, Mr. Brennan over here, uh, he's a little slow. So if you could just kind of explain the, the comings and goings to us, uh, thankfully, you know, he's very receptive mm. to very common everyday information that everyone else already knows. Brennan pipes up. I'm only slow on account of my short legs. <laughs> <laughs> I have to scurry along. I'm so much shorter than everyone. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Conclave Square is pretty easy to get to. Just head to the center of town. Um, you know, just follow along the path. Uh, you know, you'll find it. All right. So, uh, with me, just so we can get there and get back, this is a kind of hustling, a bustling city. Uh, Curva, um, Mr. Brennan. As you try to talk to me, I have already started walking into the city. I, like the initiative there. Curva. And I, and, I, and I shout out, I shout back, it's a port town. This means they're shore leave. I'll be back in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cubby and uh, Zerask, Zerask, I guess. Uh, let's let's go into town. Uh, I was going to direct the wagons. Oh, unless you wanted me to. Yeah, listen, listen, man, you, you do whatever you need. OK, I trust you. Sounds good. The professor pipes up. I, I can direct the wagons if you want to go in and see the city. Okay. Why don't we let why don't we let the professor direct the wagons? And then you can come with us. That sounds like a good idea. All right. I've been in the backwoods of this. So Yeah. We'll see what happens. We gotta catch up to Curva. 
I don't know if you've seen. Oh, a sailor. I'm not going toward the center. I'm going toward. Uh, toward I don't know docks. if you've seen a sailor on shore leave before, but <laughs> I don't want to. I I don't even think a big city has enough bodies. <laughs> it's gonna get wild, and we're gonna see what happens in Escadar and so much more on the next episode of the Lost Omens podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing Through the Enemy Within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual. (laughs) Oh boy. Sorry, I'm late. Are we ready to get started? Damn it, JP, (laughs) we told you what time to be here. You said what time, but not what day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's delightful. All right, I'm going to go.